Hi, I'm John. And I'm Bree. And you're listening to Nibsqueak, where we explore visual tools for working better. And today we're talking about drawing, drawing at work. This is Nibsqueak. John, I want to give you a little background. Okay, what kind of background? You know, my daughter, she's seven, and we are starting softball. Ah, fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. This is our first venture into team sports. Like, I don't even know what snacks to take or practice, like gear. It's all new to me, but it's also all new to her. So she has never played softball, but she likes throwing the ball and she likes catching the ball and she likes running. She likes hitting the ball. Sounds like she'd be great at it. Sounds like she'd be great at it. (laughs) The last six or so times that we've been in the car, I've been trying to explain to her the rules of softball because I feel like that's important if you're going to get out there on the field. It was seeming like it just wasn't making sense to her. So yesterday we came home and I had this idea, like I'm just going to draw this all out for her. I'm going to show her what it looks like. Uh-huh. I'm going to use a visual. Why didn't I think of this before? You're going to use a I visual. I drew it out for her on a big piece of paper. And how did it go? What did she say? Lo and behold, she was getting it right away, actually. I mean, I think she kind of understands how softball works now. Bam, use a visual. Use a visual. Why don't people do this all the time? I think a lot of people say, oh, I can't draw. So they just give up before even starting. Exactly. And I think that that's why people don't draw for themselves and why they don't draw in public. That's too bad. I would say probably most people maybe can't draw that well, but they can still draw. I mean, I could draw enough to draw a baseball diamond and home plate and all the bases and outfield yeah. and, and that all sounds like softball right it is or baseball but like so <laughs> all of those things that you drew what what did you draw you drew some some squares and some lines for the path right maybe. i got i had um lines yeah, there were di- a few was there like a big curves, curve for a the outfield maybe like the back wall so i mean i think one of my dreams in life would be for people who are listening to feel like they I could think draw anybody, like they could try a little bit of I think anybody with a few tips and some help could feel really confident that they could draw for themselves or in front of a team to, to help bring their ideas to life. You know, our friend, ironically named That's Drew. That's so ironic. It didn't even dawn on me until like literally right now. Yeah, Drew, <laughs> Drew Dernovich, professional drawer. Drew, as in our friend who is paid by the New Yorker to create comics and... He makes great comics. And just wrote a book called... It's not easy being number three. It's not easy being number three. It's a tough life. Yeah, he's great. So are you saying we should call him up and ask him to give us some thoughts? I think we need to talk to Drew about this. I think Drew might have some advice for helping anyone draw. Let's talk to Drew about draw. He's never heard this pun before. No, never. <laughs> hey, Drew, how's it going? Hey, I'm great. How are you, John? Good, good. We got Bree on the line here, hey, too. Hey, Drew. Hi, Bree. How are you? Doing great. So we thought we would chat for a little while and uh, kind of have you tell our listeners some things about drawing and, and what you do for a living and how you think about drawing and how it relates to uh, your work, all that sort of thing. That sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. So first, do you think anybody can draw? I think, yeah, I think everyone can draw because I think drawing is, should be thought of in terms of thinking and not, uh, and not drawing. If you ask an amateur artist to draw, you know, the figure of an Olympic runner, they would probably start by trying to depict all the muscles of the legs right away without getting the 
the basic stick figure dance. Like a stick figure represents the most basic form of capturing a body. If you can draw a human form with sticks in five seconds, then you can kind of fill in all the details and the shading and the muscles after that. What I think you're saying is everybody can draw and that people just get ahead of themselves and think that they need all of that extra super detail when if it's really all about thinking and if you want to show maybe somebody running as opposed to standing, you can do that pretty easily with some stick figures and you don't even need the muscles and all that other stuff. No, because the brain fills in the parts that you leave out. So if you, even if you just um, take a piece of paper and draw a straight line across it, say that's a horizon, your mind immediately starts thinking of sun and clouds and grass and trees, even if you don't draw it, just because drawing has a suggestive power that you should rely on instead of thinking you have to capture every little thing. So, so yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Drew, here's where I fall down on this. I'm with you on the stick figures, but I cannot draw animals. What's one click beyond the old stick figure? Animals are hard. I mean, they're hard for me too. A while ago, one of my friends asked me to draw a bear for his kid, and I drew the bear, and he said he thought it was a gorilla. Um, <laughs> and there's a big difference between a bear and a gorilla. But I used to teach a class, and this, this isn't my idea, so I'm not trying to take credit for it, but you can draw a whole zoo full of animals just with drawing one line. For example, the letter S, turn the S on it sideways so you have a big hump with a little, the end of the S then coming up. It looks like, and ask someone, what animal does that look like? They will say, an elephant. An elephant. And then if you draw the letter C and then turn that on its side so the open part is down, yeah. uh, make it really small, then somebody might say a turtle. Or if you take the le- a letter L and kind of hang it in the air, that's the neck of a giraffe. On your own, you can just sit and think of what characteristic would make an animal stand out as opposed to all the other animals and then express that in uh, a line, maybe a squiggly line, a curly line. So you don't have to be a master of reality to draw all the animals. You just have to know Interesting. the alphabet. It's just, like I said, it's thinking more than drawing, yeah. And really, that's I guess really being able cool. to simplify it, I think that's it, is being able to, to, to see something and just simplify it. Instead of, instead of looking at the zebra and the pattern of stripes and all the hair and the muscles, just there's a way to draw it that's really simple, just a matter of using your brain and not your hand. So this distilling, how is this like or unlike the work that you do when you're drawing cartoons for The New Yorker or the, the work in your new book. Tell us how that shows up in the work that we see in the world. Cartoons are really the most irreducible format because you have to understand the concept in about two seconds. So it's kind mm-hmm. of how to, how to wipe out all the extraneous, uh, extraneous baggage and present an idea in this format that you're going to get something and you're also going to laugh at it. I don't know if it leads somebody to a better understanding of something, then that's great. But I don't know that that's what people are going to do from reading my cartoons yeah they may not necessarily be taking that away okay that makes sense drew do you have any advice or tips for people out there who can't draw don't draw don't think of themselves as artistic thinking about their creative confidence or just thinking about how they might be better at drawing yeah a good thing to do is is uh, to play pictionary i've i've played pictionary Mm. with people who think that i'm going to be so great for some reason because because quote unquote i can draw but when people are forced to draw to communicate something in a minute, then people yeah. start doing sh- kind of shapes and lines and, and uh, it gets the idea across and, and that's perfect. And sometimes I get, I start to overthink, you know, if I'm asked to draw a car in Pictionary, I start trying to draw a, a 1994 Honda Accord instead of just a box with two wheels. And I think it's just losing the self-consciousness about comparing yourself to, you know, Picasso and Michelangelo. And mm. like I said, just starting with stick figures and starting with, 
you know, when people say they can't draw a straight line, that's what rulers are for. Straight lines are overrated. <laughs> you know, if you draw a line that's straight-ish, people recognize it as a straight line and you just kind of stop worrying about it and go for it. Oh, I hope we get to work with Drew again sometime soon. He is yeah. just amazing. It was a great conversation. Armed with these basic kind of drawing skills, there's just so much we can do. So let's think again about the softball diamond, right? Okay. Think again about how that creates a framework for understanding something that is really complex, like the game of softball or baseball, and makes that understanding so much more simple and crystallized just by looking at it. Yeah, a nice pencil drawing like that, like a softball drawing, can actually take a really complex set of ideas or a really complex system of individuals and rules and let you talk about it even with someone as young as a seven-year-old. You know, in our work lives, people are always struggling with the same kinds of things. You know, how do we convey these really big, multi-part, multi-dimension concepts in a really simple way? So think about something like how you're going to take your product to market or how you're going to um, roll out a new strategy or how you're going to um, launch a project internally and what who all the people are who are involved and how many departments it's going to touch. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things attached to each one of those things that you just described. There's so much underneath those introductory phrases. Just like softball, but if you start with a really clear visual. A, a simple structure, a simple visual. Yes, you can use that to describe any one of a number of things. I totally agree. And if you draw it out, you're gonna communicate a lot better. Just like Drew said, anybody can draw. And the important thing is to remember to keep it simple and have fun. If you wanna see how we keep it simple and have fun, go to our website collectivenext.com. We made a little animation using Drew's one line, one number, one letter animal technique. And while you're there, you can learn more about Drew and his new book. Until the next episode, guys, keep squeaky. Keep it squeaky.